The year is 2016, and you're excited about a new take on your favorite franchise. Some of your old favorite characters are there, but so are some new ones. So get to the theater to spin a Pokestop? That's right, we're talking about Pokemon Go. To the polls. Well, hello there, Mike Gospel. Hi, Hi Josiah Robinson. Uh, <laughs> and hello, our dear listeners. Uh, welcome to the show. This is How Star Wars Is It? Yes, this is a podcast. The reason yeah. I say that is because it is the only podcast. Um, and we yeah. rate and review things of how Star Wars they are. Not of how good they right. are? No, not about how bad they are, how Star Wars they are. On a scale of 1 to 10, we are not concerned about the quality of a thing. We are concerned about the quantity of Star Wars. Yes, so would you say if you took everything that had Star Wars in the title, you know, movies, books, video games, Mm -hmm. comics, board games, you boiled them all down in a big pot into a chili? Yep, I would say that. And then that chili is a 10 out of 10. And Uh that's what we compare things to. Is everyone on board? Yes. So this week we're talking about Pokemon Go, and for you eagle-eared listeners in the cold open, when I when we said it was 2016, I know we know that Force Awakens came out in December of 2015, but you could still be excited about it in the the year after. Yeah. Okay, and it was probably still in theaters in like January, maybe. Oh, probably. But we're talking about the global sensation. <laughs> uh, still a global sensation, not as much as it once was, but still a global sensation with a. Bona fide expert on the topic, <laughs> and which is also why I specified Mike Gospel because we have another Mike on the show today. Well, Mike Gospel, what are some of the things about about oh, Mike Silver? You know, he is an actual engineer and scientist, yeah. uh-huh. as well as a video gamer, and of course, a performer here in the Chicago area. That's how yes. we, of course, both know him through Anarchy, the improvised rock opera, as well as many other improv mm-hmm. and comedy and theater related projects. And so, without further ado, we would like to introduce actual doctor <laughs> Michael Silver. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you for that. Uh, honorary welcome is very flattering. Yes, uh, and yes. we should also say he is live in the field. <laughs> I'm in the field, true. catching some mons. It's a uh, yeah. Pokemon Highlight Tuesday, so I got to be out here. It's only an hour. What are you guys doing? You're you're encroaching on my I Pokemon know. time. I know. I I need to go walk in. I, I think we should start right there because I will say when Pokemon Go first came out, I played it like gangbusters, and it's all yeah. I could do to not just do it while I was driving and all sorts of other things. And I then quit cold turkey probably something like four months later. So I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, this is even this whole thing is fairly new. They've been it's felt like after the first year they just started to add a little bit, then add and it's gone yeah. exponential. So like every Tuesday from six to seven local time, wherever you are around the world, because I know you guys have international listeners, um, it's <laughs> Uh, a highlight hour where one Pokemon's going to be spawning like crazy for the whole hour, but also during that hour, there's a special bonus. Like right now, it's two times Stardust catch. Uh, yeah, right. That's good stuff. Um, That's good stuff. One one Tuesday, it'll be like uh, double candy for trading or for like yeah trading mons. Um, yeah, yeah. Double XP, so- different stuff. So, Mike, you are Mike Silver. You are on the. You are near the lake in Chicago right now. I am. Uh, so I also played Pokemon Go like Gangbusters when it first came mm-hmm. out. Uh, to the point where I would ride. I rode my bike to work back then, and I was late to work every day for two <laughs> weeks because I would pull over and just catch whatever Pokemon were there because I was on my bike, so it was easy to do. Like legitimately, fifteen <laughs> to thirty minutes late to work every day. <laughs> Uh, but Mike, Mike Silver, Silver, <laughs> do you remember one time we ran into each other playing, uh, 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 like along the lake, along the lakefront trail? It was like late at night, I think, and I think I might have been on my bike. Not late at night; it was like evening. But we actually ran into each other, and I think it was like right after 
uh, I got on Anarchy maybe, or was it during the Mentor Stellar days? I can't remember. I don't. But it was. I, I mean, I remember running into you. You were on your. You said you're on your bike, right? You don't have to pretend to remember if you, if you didn't. <laughs> was but it, I remember? Was it, it why? It, it was clear. It was near the like diversity area, though, right? Like it was. I feel yeah. Belmont Harbor so. diversity. I think I remember, but I think that was really. It felt like it was early in the oh, whole was, Pokemon Go thing. It was yes, like it was early. Like, it was like first or second week. Probably, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I was like When all going. the servers were down Yeah, when, when yeah. we weren't really playing, but we were acting like we were playing. Yeah. Because like no nothing, one could play. Nothing really worked. And so so that's something I think that is a, a, a little Star Wars is that Pokemon Go sort of started as this sort of broken, beautiful <laughs> game <laughs> that, like, everybody was obsessed with, and then it just kind of couldn't handle the load of everybody being obsessed with it, and I feel like that's kind of Star Wars to an extent, because Star Wars was like, hey, we're this little movie, we, all, we we had a shoestring budget, and everyone was like, we love this! Yeah, and then, and then eventually it, sort of, it imploded under the, 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 like, load of all of its fans thinking they right. had some kind of ownership over it. Yeah, like, in the, are, are, you could, you know, there's several different times you could argue that Star Wars buckled under its own weight, but I, <laughs> but, but I feel like Pokemon Go definitely had that. But you've been playing since in the like pretty much the beginning, right? Yeah, Silver. since I think probably the day it came out in the United States because I was at MCL for the the music yes. comedy live theater, and RIP bunch of bunch of musical comedy nerds there who also were obsessed with you know this kind of stuff. Someone was <laughs> like, someone was just like, oh crap, it's out! Oh, and I was like, what are you talking about? And yes. then they were like, everyone just started downloading it that night. And I wonder if I was there that night too, because I remember being at MCL when like servers and everything were all spotty. I think it was a mint Wednesday. I think yeah. it was on a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. This is such a specific time and place in my life. I'm getting <laughs> thrown back so hard right now. And honestly, Woo! it was like I remember going out, and then every, oh yep, I remember it was mint because everyone then went over to the after bar. And yeah. I was like at the bar and I was like, be, a, be right back. And I do like a block. I would do around the block and come back. <laughs> and then 10 minutes later, be like, be right back. Do another round. Because it was so new. I was like, yeah. I, I got to be the very best, the best there ever was, you know? So, yeah. yeah. I, I, so I fell off uh, uh, not probably like a couple months after, probably like around the same. You said gospel, like maybe like four months or so. Um, and I, I'm calling them gospel and silver because there's two mics on the show. <laughs> and before we started, I, I told them this was cruel and it was going to be difficult for me. Which um, is funny but, because we've done multiple episodes with past and future guests of the show, Michael Delaney. <laughs> that's true. But I don't. I always just think of him as Delaney because that's how you refer to him sometimes. Yeah. And I never think of him as a mic. But I, so I, I, st I stopped and started playing several times. Most recently... Uh, last year I had this small little con or last year, like early in uh, the year I started playing again while I was in Chicago. And then later when I had a random contract in Minnesota, I started playing again. And that little small town had like the choicest Pokemon. <laughs> and, it ha and it was so small. So you could go like the Pokestops were like very easy to get to. And I, like I caught like a shiny Charmander, like my, my first time. That's the thing. And Mike, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, Mike Silver, but I don't know if you've ever experienced this because, because you've never stopped playing, but I'm pretty sure that when you stop playing and start playing again, your shiny chances go up because like getting I, a blue shell. Yeah, like because if you, I, if they want you every back. time I've stopped and started, I've gotten a shiny within like the first day of playing. So good story on that. My roommate stopped probably ten to twelve months in. Right, he started when I did, and then he stopped playing, and then maybe like a year and a half ago started again. So he took a solid year and a half maybe off. And I was telling him, he was like, oh, there's shinies now. I was like, yeah, there's shinies. There's a handful, whatever. And I was like, you know, I've been really wanting this one, the shiny Aeron, blah blah blah. And then he literally stops and he's like you mean this and like holds it up it was and he was catching one as i said it and i was like no and then he caught it and then i was like how many have you seen go to your pokedex how many have you seen and caught i had caught like 900 and he had like 10 and i was like yeah. are you kidding me like just rewarding him to like it's like how like all those games like candy crush or whatever they give you a lot of really easy ones early on so that you're yeah. like dopamine is is released and you're like oh i'm doing really well at this <laughs> yeah it's like that's the same with like uh modern shooters when they come out like your first couple of games of like uh uh pubg and like apex legends but it, it, any game like that 
they 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 change the difficulty when you start playing to make you feel like you're better than you are so that you'll come back and keep playing right and so it's the same as pokemon go they're like hey you caught a shiny bet yeah. you want to keep playing this time and, a and i'm shiny like i do is, is that something special is it just like cosmetic or it's purely yes. it's purely cosmetic it's yeah okay <laughs> so the first shiny pokemon appeared in the second generation of the original game boy game yeah i i vaguely remember that because i got just about that far through that game before where I was like, nah, I like the original one better. <laughs> yeah, and and it's just a cosmetic thing. The red Gyarados. Yeah, you had to go catch a red Gyarados, but in the Pokemon Go there, but if, since then, every Pokemon has had a shiny yeah. come out. And Got so in, in Pokemon Go, not everyone has a shiny yet, but they're releasing them yes. on special days or during special events. Um, and then it's a very, very low chance that you'll get one, so... So I, uh, I'm a big Pokemon fan. We, we did an episode on Pokemon Red and we Blue did. a That's long right. time ago. Uh, but I am a big Pokemon fan and started playing the games in college because I didn't have games when I was a kid. But I've played every generation now, and I just finished playing – or I, I not finished, but I, I did Sword and Shield, the new one, over, like, Christmas, holidays. And I went hard on shiny hunting in that game mm -hmm. because the thing about in the actual game – itself you can sort of up your chances of seeing a shiny in certain ways and literally all it is is cosmetic their color differences and some of them are really cool looking and some are like a slightly different shade of tan <laughs> but you can up your chances uh depending on what you do but in pokemon go you kind of just have to keep trying to find the one you want until it's shiny and like there is no way to up your chances it's a slightly better, your odds are slightly better still in Pokemon Go than in the actual game, but it's harder to make it happen. Mm. So I'm sorry to you, Michael Silver, <laughs> and your roommate getting the one you wanted. I hope he traded it to you. No, I, I got one eventually. Do you want to you hear how many shinies I have? Let me see if I can do this real quick. Yes, please pull it up. Please pull so, it up. I want to know what like a real actual power player's <laughs> like, so, in, like box looks like. If you go to the my your search and you type in shiny, it'll then... Yeah. And in, that number is up top now. Can you... Yes. Does it say 334? 334. <laughs> Holy shit! That's amazing. I have three. <laughs> so here's here's just while you guys are talking about this, a thing that I thought of that makes Pokemon Go Star Wars. Um, everyone's aware of it, but most people will will um, feel the way I'm feeling right now when people who are super into it talk about yeah. it and you have no idea what the fuck you're talking <laughs> about <laughs> yeah i was just true. like uh, uh i i remember <laughs> i remember like vaguely you know when i was super into it i would like go out on lunch breaks and stuff but i remember like gyms and how even by then because i wasn't playing it every minute i was like well fuck this like these gyms are all like impenetrable and and uh uh, and so that was like one of the reasons I kind of stopped was just like, oh, I'm not going to get good enough to like play. And, and I wonder, like, since you've been playing it this whole time, uh, is, is there like a handicapping system to sort of like, uh, make new people want to play? There's, there's a few things now. And you hear that sigh because it's as a person who loves gaming and like the challenge of it, I think some of it, they've actually gone too far with it and so uh -huh. when they came to the gyms up top the gyms were very challenging when they first came out with the game since they've done a total overhaul and the mm. gyms are now much more friendly to a casual player so like that's a lot easier but then also it, it's just a bummer because now gyms flip colors easier there's now pvp so now you can play mm. against each other oh. and yeah so now you can battle each other and there's different leagues so a beginner can start in the lower league which doesn't allow anyone to use Pokemon over a certain level in that league, so you can that actually... That makes sense. Right? There's three different leagues, and then the fourth one, I, I think there's four total. Three, and then the fourth one is the um, Anything Goes League. Um, so it's... it's Yeah, they've definitely, like, added features to help noobs and uh, train those, tr like, lower-level trainers. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think to that end, it's sort of... Pokemon Go is... Because I've d dipped back in and out a couple times, and, like, for me, the fun is trying to catch them all and trying to evolve because like the when you still evolving your guys can take a while because it is like literally catching other ones or walking 
And so right. it can still take a long time. So for me, the fun was uh, is still less of, oh, I'm going to go get a gym or like whatever. I think the raids are pretty fun sometimes. But you kind of have to have people to do the raids with. Um, for me, it's still the fun is like just collecting. And I think like with Pokemon Go and Star Wars, it's sort of like you oh. get what you want out of That's it. That's true. Like, if you want a really intense... Uh, gaming experience you can probably find it with Pokemon Go with where, where you could do the higher level raids and like the higher level PvP a and if you want to get really into Star Wars yeah there's a there's, lot there's to no get end into. to it yeah that's a good point. or you can just be like a fan yeah. when, when I was first playing and and like <laughs> you would just run into other people which was just like truly baffling you know like I love geocaching and that was the thing i was getting out of it was like going and like you know the, the same thing you just said like collecting and stuff i remember i went i was walking to uh i walked to like foster beach and there's there's a i guess it was maybe was it a gym that was right there um and i uh i was just finishing like taking a gym because it only had like one pokemon in it or whatever the like however it worked and uh uh no that's not true some woman had just finished it it came up i like had my phone out and she looked at me and was like I, I forget what the names are but basically she was like what color are you and i was like red and she goes oh thank god <laughs> 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 she had like just worked like for an hour to like get the gym and she was also on the red team and i was like oh yeah i'll, I'll try to throw a guy in there i was gonna say there's uh there's a. Uh... This makes me think a little Star Warsy, but it's like real life. I, I wasn't sure if you guys compared stuff sometimes to real life rather than just the franchise and the material stuff. But uh, I used to go up north, probably the same beach and stuff all the time. And Dratini is everywhere, right? Oh so yeah. I and <laughs> and I'd play like you were saying, Josiah. Like I'd play like at dangerous times of the night, probably. And so I remember being multiple times within the first year, being out at the parks in Chicago. And there's crowds of people, like throngs yeah. of people out there. And the parks technically close at sundown or like 11 p.m. and they all have signs. So they're like security would come through and it's straight up police officers. And they I just remember them like in their cars with their light, like their spotlights on like, what's going on here? What's going on? And it very in my mind, it's very Star Wars of like. Nothing is going on. Here. Like, <laughs> keep keep passing through. Like, have we are good, the resistance. Yeah, like just use your Jedi powers. Because literally, we'd be like, we're playing a video game, and they'd be like, oh, okay, never mind. Like, <laughs> the, the, that. So uh, yes, I I like that. And the other real life thing I was gonna say though is kind of a con uh, of uh, well, two things: a con, and then the actual con mm. of uh, like Pokemon Niantic. It's not really a con, but they're big like. Uh, you went there, and we're gonna talk about it in a second. But the um, the way that Pokemon Go got people to do things in real yeah. life, like go walk and stuff, because I remember that first couple of weeks, how crazy it was that there were just so many people outside walking around. Yeah, and I would doing go for things. walks just um, to like like a, crack open an egg or whatever, you know? Like yeah, <laughs> and that's that's something that I don't think Star Wars has ever. Right been able to do or wanted to do it's a very strange thing that like pokemon go is very specifically known for when it was like all these millennials are walking around now oh they're still on their phones but at least they're outside and, like, walking onto train tracks and stuff like wasn't yeah. it like super dicey for a while there well pe people were being dumb about it <laughs> also someone found like within the first two weeks found a missing body yes, right like what crazy like it's wild. That's so and, it, crazy. and the crazy thing was the missing body was a Pokestop. It was. It was, it like, was Professor wild. Oak. <laughs> Himself. Oh, no. uh, but, but Silver, you you went to the big, like, what was it yeah. called? Like, they had the first Niantic, like, big Pokemon Go. Go like, Fest. Yeah, Go, Go Fest. Fest. Pokemon Go Fest. I've been to every single one of them. That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> So that 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 is a similarity because yeah, like Star Wars has its conventions mm -hmm. and like celebration stuff, but but I want you to talk about especially that first one because it was such yeah. a <laughs> shit show, right? It was so bad. Was it? Did you get like a, 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 a two pieces of white bread with a piece of cheese on it, like at the fire yeah, festival? It was the, fire <laughs> <laughs> the fire fest of gaming. Uh, it, I would call it that actually. <laughs> Let's be real. So so yeah. it was in Grant Park, Chicago, right? And they. Uh, and the, the thing is, I remember sitting at my computer when uh, and looking up the, uh, personally looking up the um, 
cultural affairs department being like, oh, they did apply. Niantic did apply for a permit for these weekends and stuff. And so it was like, oh, crap, something. They are going to do something in Chicago, which was super cool since I live here. So uh, I went there in the morning. There's two different tickets, early, late, 8 and 10, whatever. But And I told myself, I told myself leading up to it, I was like, you know what? It's either going to be a complete shit show <laughs> and I'm going to laugh and have a good time. Or it's going to be awesome, and I'm going to have a great time. Yeah. So I, yes. I mentally prepared for this, and I get there, and as soon as you walk in, problem after problem, and it was just no one could get on. the The networks were down, just yeah. down across the cent- the center of the city, uh-huh. and supposedly they had requested that all the networks like, hey, we're going to have tens of thousands of people here, like. We need you to boost up. And they're all going to be focusing on their phones for the entire event. And I guess the networks were just like, nah. The, the only one the only one that did anything was Sprint. And so, like, I had Sprint. <laughs> so I was, like, barely able to do anything, which still was horrible. The crowd, it went straight up mob mentality a few <laughs> hours in. There's this poor woman who's just hired to be, like, the host. And she'd get up every 30 minutes on this big stage. There's big Pokemon crap everywhere. And she'd be like, hey, everybody, you ready for another challenge? They're like, we can't do the challenges. <laughs> and like launching like po- Pikachus at her. Oh, and like no. it was. And then, I mean, by the end of the day, it was such a bust. But they still were acting like people were accomplishing crap. They were like, oh, my gosh, Yellow Team did it. We're like, no, we didn't. Like, no, stop with this bullshit. So by the end of the day, I mean, my friend was losing his crap and who I was with then. By the end of the night, at like 8 p.m. is when it closes, they're like, oh, the creator, like, the guy who's in charge of the, not the creator, the guy who's in charge of it actually ended up coming up on stage and, like, apologizing and stuff. And he also was like, by the way, we're reimbursing everyone for their tickets, and we're giving everyone $100 of in-game money, which, wow. like, actual money, but the equivalent of what it would yeah. be in-game. So it's, like, like 45,000 Pokecoins or something, Yeah, and, which is insane. And so everyone got a full refund, 100 extra bucks of, of actual money. And then then they released the third, first legendaries, like, within minutes after that. And everyone just ran out into the city and played in the city, which was totally awesome. Because that was, like, an hour and 30 minutes of going from Articuno to Articuno and from, like, Lugia Lugia. And there were so many people playing downtown that you had raid groups left and right and it was the yeah. first time they released legendaries so it ended up being super awesome at the end the entire day sucks. <laughs> i that that i love that you got to have been going to those so often that you were at that first one because it's it, mm-hmm. I, I remember reading about it and i think i also remember like seeing your uh posts on like facebook or instagram about it and just being <laughs> like it's really happening <laughs> but yeah like i mean I feel like the like the fact that there is a real world like celebration literally of Pokemon Go that happens like every year is very Star Wars. And that's Wars. just that's for Star it. It's not like a video game yeah. convention. It's like the Star Wars convention and the Pokemon Go like meetup convention. Yeah, that that yeah. is very Star Wars. I think so. I recently was on vacation with my my girlfriend and her family, and they have a a, a little uh, uh, kind of nephew. It's a long story, but he's like three. And uh, very cute. And he, my my girlfriend's brother, gave him his old phone that is essentially, you know, like some old Samsung that was, you know, very old and couldn't run. But he was like, I took everything else off it except Pokemon Go. <laughs> so now it's just a Pokemon Go machine. And so this little three year old would walk around on th- uh, this guy's hotspot and we would and play Pokemon Go while we're walking around. And so I think like. The fact that Pokemon Go is accessible even to like ch- little little yeah. kids is is like same with Star Wars, right? Because like the Pokemon games themselves can be kind of hard. Uh, yeah, it, yep. some some of them are easier, but Pokemon Go is like there's a thing, throw a ball at right. it, right, and then you can yeah, catch right. It. But like and having Star to Wars navigate is a easy cave to get into as like a three year old. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. You don't have yep. to worry about like fighting or matchups right. or anything. You just throw a ball at a thing, and so it's like accessible to everybody in a way that I think Star Wars is also accessible to everything because once again, you get out of it what you want to get out right. of it. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, so there was. I remember seeing like a trailer and I don't know if this even exists yet. And of course the pandemic has just thrown everything uh, to the wind, but isn't there a new Pokemon that either is about to come out or has already come out that like is 
itself a Pokemon game, but you can sync your Pokemon Go like stats to it or something. Is that is that already out? Well, uh, my, uh, maybe Michael Silver. What so, do you think he's talking about? So <laughs> there's probably a f- maybe a few things that you might be thinking of that are or one specific one. But the first thing where they were like kind of cross platforming with Pokemon Go was uh, in the game in Pokemon Go there was like this this uh, uh, random thing that would appear on the map and you'd go check it out and, and this is only on the phone right the Pokemon phone and then after a while they were like. Uh oh, a weird new Pokemon. What is it? Oh my gosh, we've never seen it before. And people were like, we actually have no idea what this is. It doesn't seem to fit any of the silhouettes of the actual games. And it turned out it was kind of a plug for the remastered, uh, mm. like red and blue series that they released. Yeah, the let's, the let's, let's go, go Pikachu and let's and go Eevee. Let's go Eevee. That's right? what I was thinking of. Maybe okay. And so in that, there's a new mon called Meltan. Meltan. And so Meltan is this new mon that. You can only really get uh, through Pokemon Go or through more so through these boxes that you, when you interact between Pokemon Go and your Let's Go game, Eevee or Pikachu, like you can then get boxes of Meltan and their candy. And so um, you can actually, you can transfer, I haven't done it, but you can like transfer Mons from your Go account to your your Let's Go account. So they did, they did start to like try and. Uh, inter- interface between the Pokemon yeah, Go and the actual games. So that's right? that's that's something that's really interesting, and, and I might be able to connect this to Star Wars <laughs> in a second because you can't. So like, I played Let's Go Pikachu because uh, I well, I just it looked fun and cute, and it was fun and cute. Sort of a, a easier version with the Pokemon Go mechanics of the original mm. games. And you can transfer Pokemon Go Pokemon into it. And so, like, I it was the first time I completed a Pokedex because it was the first Pokedex. So it's, like, really small. And it's, like, 120 or whatever. And uh, I remember. 150. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Come on. And I know. I'm, like, I'm a a fake fan. (laughs) Uh, uh, But I did did complete the Pokedex in Pokemon Sword. And I have a living Pokedex. But that's another thing. I know. It's too many. It's too many. Um, but you but gotta the, catch them all. You gotta catch them all. <laughs> but the uh, uh, so you could transfer Pokemon from Pokemon Go to Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. You can also transfer those Pokemon into Pokemon Home, which is the new mm-hmm. app, new-ish app. It's been around for a while, where you can basically put almost every Pokemon you've ever caught into in any game. I'm not sure if you can transfer them directly from Pokemon Go into Pokemon Home, but you might be able to. Um, I don't think that's don't a thing yet. I think that's, you can, right? No, I don't but think But so. if you want, you can you can transfer those into Let's Go Pikachu or Let's Go Eevee and then transfer those into Pokemon Home. And so there is a way, if you have the right equipment <laughs> and the right systems, you could go back to like playing original Red and Blue and you could take those Pokemon, transfer them to uh, 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 Heart Gold and Soul Silver or whatever, like yep, if, yep. the new one. You could so you can take there is a way to take every generation and take it to the next generation. So if you have all the right technology, you can get skies all the way into the current game, which is what I have done now in Pokemon Sword. I have my Typhlosion from Soul Silver in Pokemon Sword. Wow, this sounds and, like some real Bill shit. You sound like you're Bill <laughs> and you're you're making an entire PC network for Oh yeah, yeah, Pokemon. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the Pokemon Pokemaniac. I'm oh my god. I'm going to turn into a half of a, like a Clefairy Nido or something. Yeah. <laughs> he ends up being a mad scientist, and it's just yes. like, wait, why is half a Pikachu sewn into Mewtwo's butt? Like, what are you yeah. doing? Like, It's like a real uh, full, full Metal Alchemist situation, uh, if you yeah. guys ever watched that terrifying episode. Island uh, of Dr. I, Moreau. But I, I think I had a, something to make that... St- oh, maybe it's just that the legacy thing, right? It's a legacy thing. Oh, that's thing. interesting. The thing that I thought of I when you were describing maybe. that was like loot boxes. Like like all the, all the yeah. EA fuckery with the Star Wars games where... Oh yeah! Like you know, people would all get pissy that you had to pay to get all the good stuff until they finally were like, ah, okay, fine, we won't do that anymore. I don't know if it's exactly the same, but when you said you get like boxes with Meltan in it, I was like, oh, that kind of yeah. sounds like. Well, and you know what? The other thing is, there's a a billion different Star Wars video games, let alone just specifically mobile apps that like they don't necessarily yeah. cause you to go outside and do it, but like they are very. That thing that rewards you for coming back if you if you put it down for a couple of days, like they definitely have well, that. Well, it's interesting because Pokemon Go is there, there's there's a kind of game called like the Gachapon games, which are the 
games where you like spend a certain amount of gems and you get a random hero or character or whatever. Character? And like they could be really good, they could suck. And Pokemon Go, I think, is impressive in that it is a mobile game where you don't really have to pay to win. You can spend money to buy more stuff. And it's kind of a gotcha because a lot of the encounters are randomized. But you're not, like, putting resources of, like, your gems or gold in order to, like, see a random Pokemon. Um, as opposed to the EA stuff where it is, like, like where it was, like, you might get something good that lets you win the entire game. Right. Or you might get garbage. Um, yeah. So, like, props to Pokemon Go. Well, I mean, it's still freemium, right? Like, there is stuff right. you can pay pay for, but, like, you're right. It's not like, here's a random box with crap in it. In fact, the gift system is a, is somewhat that. Like, yeah. So, there's a gift system now, Mike. You can have friends in the game, and mm-hmm. you can send them gifts. This and, is Mike um, saying on the recording. Then your friend that... can open the gift. And it's for free. It's free to send them a gift. But then you open your gift from a friend, and it'll have items in there for you. And it won't be, like, the really awesome items, like a, a, an egg that gives you twice experience. But mm-hmm. it will be Pokeballs. It'll be berries. It'll be yeah. the essentials, which some of those essentials. You need. You can, yeah, you need them. You need them. And you can sometimes you can pay for 100 Pokeballs. You don't want to pay for 100 Pokeballs. <laughs> pay Pokeballs. Uh, speaking of friends and gifts, the when I started playing again uh, uh, last summer, my, one of my friends in the show is in Alaska. She was like, "My mom is obsessed with Pokemon," <laughs> and once again, like accessible, right? Because totally. like this yep. is a forty-something, maybe fifty-year-old woman, fifty-seven-year-old uh, woman, and she is like the highest level of anybody I've ever seen. <laughs> um, probably not higher than you, Michael Silver. Uh, uh, probably not but she's also like the most consistent like if i send her a gift when when i started playing again like uh, a couple weeks ago i sent I, I opened her gift and sent her a gift and like immediately i had one back like she is in there every day playing and i i was just like this level of dedication is something that i can only aspire to one day for literally anything in my life <laughs> <laughs> if only i could care that much it, it is absolutely fascinating going to GoFest or even just playing around Chicago on, you know, a raid night, a.k.a. every Wednesday, or yeah. a raid weekend, or during an event. The people you see span every culture, like, it, not even just a bunch of nerds. It's like, cool, there's another Mike who plays down the street from me, who's just this, like, jockish dude who, like, yeah. plays for an hour, and then he goes hangs out with his girlfriend, and they watch football. Like, <laughs> And then there's the, like, 50-year-old dad and his, like, 13 year old son like you see families playing together which is really cool that is cool. and then at the go fest and then from all walks of life just like group of sorority girls hanging out playing i don't know about that but like <laughs> uh but no you really do and you it's, do and you also just once someone else is playing whether you're at the go fest or somewhere else you're all in it together mm. and it's a yeah. harmless it's a harmless activity so it's not like you're it's friendly competition and when you ran into someone you just um, you have something immediately to be like, oh hey, you taken over? The- oh yeah, cool. Like, how are you doing? Good. And it's it's such a cordial meeting. Like, it's so crazy. I feel like the Pokemon Go fandom, the group of the fans, <laughs> is a pretty nice Welcoming. and cordial one in yeah. general. You I think know? so. Which I think I is think like so. a mixed bag with Star Wars. I think if you go to a Star Wars convention <laughs> like Celebration, you're gonna get that same type of person, like people from all walks of life who love this thing. But like if you're just on the internet, it's it's not gonna be yeah. as pretty. There's a lot of there's a lot of gatekeepers on the internet. In real yeah. life, most of the time it's it's gonna be nice. You're gonna be like, oh you also like Star Wars? I like Star Wars. Um so um, I think we should probably jump yeah. into the Sarlacc pit for the break because yes. our Zoom call has a yeah. minute and a half left. <laughs> so yeah, we'll we'll go, we'll jump in and play we'll come back and play a game. Wee Wee And we're b- gonna be the very best. <laughs> like no one never has. So uh, guys, welcome back. One more thing I wanted to say about Pokemon Go real quick before we start <laughs> is I think it's cool that during the pandemic they changed a lot of the mechanics so that you didn't have to go in public to do things. Oh, no way. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So they're, they are a caring company as far as companies can be caring. Speaking but- of which, I, I don't know if anyone uh, has ever been on Wish.com. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying <laughs> but website. I'll get, I'll get, you know, like real g- fucking gross ads and then just like Pokemon kind of stuff. Like because I'm sure I bought like a pin once and then I looked at sure. like something that, that was hilarious. And it's like, oh, so you're like a piss freak now. 
now. And it's like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, they have something I've seen on there that's like a thing that just like shakes your phone to simulate that it's walking. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. The is, hacks. Is that something that you have any involvement with, Michael Silver? I've, I've heard of those, like someone t- like taping it onto their Roomba. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like uh, taping it on a ceiling fan, but then those inevitably just end up launching off sometimes. Yeah. Like I, I've never, I've never done that. But like, and one other thing that frustrates me is when you're on a bike, sometimes you move in too fast for it, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I just bike 20 miles, and it's like, no, you went one. <laughs> oh, that sucks. We're on to you. You're maybe driving in a very slow car. <laughs> All right, so the game this week I created, and this game is uh, revolving around something that, another thing that Michael Silver is an expert at, which is uh, physics. <laughs> oh, boy. So we, we, we talked about maybe doing an episode specifically about quantum physics or physics or something like that, and we decided to go Pokemon Go, but I uh, we decided to still do a game about it. So this is less of a game, Michael Silver. <laughs> And more of a quiz Shut show. Up. Oh boy! <laughs> but the the but I'm so just interested to find out the part that I'm involved in. <laughs> Mike Gospel, you actually don't have much to do. I'm just kind of expecting you to be color commentary. Uh huh. Okay. Um. But so Michael Michael Silver, this is a quiz about things in Star Wars that uh, <laughs> maybe maybe are physics cor- correct, accurate to real world, or maybe aren't. And so I'm going to ask you to explain why they are or are not accurate, but you have to do it in a minute. You only have one minute. <laughs> okay. Okay, so you have to use your expertise to tell me the answers to these things. Okay, here we go. Michael Silver. Actually, Mike Gospel, do you want to start the timer? That I'd can be, be how you play. I'd be happy to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Michael Silver. Uh, why don't explosions happen in space like they do in Star Wars? <laughs> so You have one minute. Start the timer. So since there's no atmosphere and we're in pure vacuum, there's a lot of crap that happens in Star Wars that you wouldn't experience in space. An explosion can still occur, but it's not going to look anything like you'd experience where you have, you know, gaseous atmosphere or even just a single layer of particles to mm-hmm. create a shock wave to um create a noise uh like i mean there's so many things like you could still have a flame but it's not gonna it's not gonna be anything similar to a flame that you're gonna see on earth visibly it's different you're not gonna have a shock wave so it's not gonna affect things around it you're not gonna hear it it's i mean that's just three things out the bat um (laughs) how much time does he have left he still has 10 seconds so i think that was like a perfect explanation (laughs) well there you go and that also answers my second question why is there no sound Sound! in space like there is in star (laughs) Wars? well that's like the big obvious one it's just like well one it's not only sound but it's super proximate to the camera it's like like you're even getting the Doppler yeah. effect. Yeah, that is a, such a funny point that I've never even thought. I've, I've definitely thought about the sound thing before, but yeah, like where is the microphone that's picking up the sound? Yeah, like it's, and, and it's just like, well, one, you shouldn't have sound. Two, on top of that, you shouldn't have the Doppler effect of like, yeah. like you're not going to, mm-hmm. there's so many problems with sound because it's purely um, particle vibrations and without particles, you're not going to get that. So it's, it's a mess. You need to contact now them was, tell them it's a mess. What? Now was that a, was that a minute, Mike Gospel? Uh, yes, I actually had stopped okay. it because of the last one. But um, no, that's okay. The the funniest thing about that is, you know, like at the very least, Star Trek was around even before Star Wars, and like they definitely like acknowledged the vacuum of space. And um, people people though, it took you know forty years or whatever or, or more for the Last Jedi to come out, and that's when there were a bunch of fans that were like, bombs wouldn't drop down in space. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, none of this shit would happen. None of this shit is real. Yeah. So speaking of The Last Jedi, <laughs> uh, Michael Silver and Mike Gussell, please get the timer ready. Yes. In The Last Jedi, Leia falls out or goes oh, out yeah. into the vacuum of space and she immediately sort of freezes over. Yeah. So is that something that would actually happen in in the vacuum of space? Would you freeze? So timer. I actually am not entirely sure. The thing is, it's a vacuum. Your blood would probably boil. That'd probably be even worse. Like that's maybe something worse than freezing. It is. Uh, actually, it actually depends. I could see maybe freezing if there was no radiation that was hitting you directly. But overall, there's a lot of radiation in space, so you might boil. Um, I don't know the ins and outs. If you were facing a sun, you might be screwed because you have no tinfoil. Literally, tinfoil can even protect you from it. So 
I could see freezing in certain areas of the universe, but honestly, you're probably more likely to get some really bad burns. How much time? How much time? 20 seconds. See, I gave him too much time. I'm going to say 30 seconds. No, I'm just <laughs> and then maybe, so, maybe yeah. your eyes will pop out of your head. So maybe that's a thing, too. I don't know. Maybe that. Yeah, so maybe it was just that the Force was acting as tinfoil. Yes, that's probably what it was. Use the foil. <laughs> from what from what I read, you are more likely just to sort of it, it pressurize when you get into the vacuum. Yeah. will destroy you before you'd freeze. That's what I'm saying. The freezing, um, I think, can happen, but it's more like the blood pressure, the difference between your blood pressure and the atmosphere is going to cause a lot more issues than just yeah. freezing over. Okay, so uh, Michael Silver, <clears throat> what about faster than light travel? Is it mm. possible? Theoretic. And how okay. or why? We got a minute? Yeah, start. Yeah, put a minute on the clock. <laughs> Here we go. So if you look at the <laughs> equations that Einstein uses for the theory of relativity, the speed of light is not a limit as far as um, how fast you can go. It's actually a... Um, a hypo- uh, gosh, oh man, you're, I'm drawing a blank here on the word. In math, it's a, it's a, a boundary you can't cross. So An asymptote? An asymptote. Yeah, it's an asymptote. So the speed of light is an asymptote. So anything that originates faster than the speed of light is allowed to travel at any speed faster than the speed of light, but cannot cross over to travel slower than the speed of light. Since in our reality, we travel slower than the speed of light, we cannot travel faster than the speed of light because it takes an infinite amount of energy. It goes boop, 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 boop. And then once you get close to speed of light, it takes too much energy to propel a mass up, up any mass to the speed of light. That being said, that being said, um, there are ways around it, such as bending the fabric of space itself, because then you're not traveling through space. You are potentially traveling with the, a ripple of the fabric of space, which uh, that's actually something that's somewhat being funded by NASA in the previous years, uh, using single particles to try and do that in a small scale. A massive yeah. object, we have no fucking clue. Sorry, I don't know about the F-drop bobs. Uh, you can totally say fine. fuck. An- another How much time does he have? Dang it. Well, so I, I was giving him the time he had left from the other ones because I wanted to just keep hearing about this. <laughs> well, the good news is that the good news is that goes into our next question because the next question cool, is good. what about hi- uh, hyperspace travel, like wormholes or folding the thing like you just said? Yeah. Because yeah. um, that's another way to – because in Star Wars, they do have faster than light travel, but they also go to hyperspace. So it's a combination of folding uh, yes. space in on itself and traveling faster than light. So continue okay. talking about the thing you're talking about. <laughs> a minute on the clock. All right. So faster than light travel uh, in quantum physics, some physicists like to view um, antimatter as matter traveling faster than light. And what that means in the equations is that it has a negative sign where some of the regular matter has a positive sign, meaning it's actually traveling backwards in time. Whoa. Oh. Tachyon. Well, that makes, like, some Hey, he has, he has more time. Sense. Let him oh, keep sorry. going. Oh, I didn't know we were talking. I thought we were just continuing to talk. Uh, so that being said... Oh, you're asking me the question of the difference between two. So that's one interpretation of traveling backward in time and also the faster than light potential travel. Again, that's theoretical. Even though we use those particles in PET scans, a positron uh, emitting tomography that's in an outpatient hospital, that's antimatter. That's matter that some physicists consider to be traveling faster than light or, at, or both backwards in time. Now, when you get into hyperspace, we're talking higher than three-dimensional universe. Now, yes. So a hypersphere is a sphere that has four dimensions or more. A hypercube is a cube that has more than three dimensions, four dimensions or more. So when you use hyper, you mean more than three dimensions as far as mathematics and physics is concerned. Now, um, hyperspace, a lot, I'm not going to say a lot, a number of prominent physicists um, who do work in the theory of hyperspace Um, It primarily, from my understanding, came from the idea that they want to unify grand theory, like the large theories of gravity, and then the unification with quantum mechanics and also electromagnetism. Gravity and electromagnetism, they don't agree with each other sometimes, too. That's another one of the questions, Mike. How come gravity sometimes doesn't work? And what's the deal with it? Wait, okay, we'll get to that in a second. Real quick, the hyper hyper stuff. I think the hyper stuff is is really cool. Now, is this the same as a hyper potion? 
Yeah, oh, like in close. 100 like in Pokemon Go. 150 close. or 20 HP, whichever one it is. Um well the hyper stuff is uh there's a, a professor at MIT who has written multiple books and stuff on this. and she and flats out says she's like I'm 100% of the belief and understanding that we exist in a higher dimensional space but we only experience three dimensions. And she has these really great fun examples like um non non non-stick cooking spray. Yeah. As, as far as the molecule goes, it doesn't make full sense chemically because it looks like it should have some extra pieces or an extra dimension it's going into is what my understanding from this physicist is. And what? she's like, she's like, if we add two dimensions, then we're good. Um, so there's actual things that we use that, and, and I mean, this stuff is amazing. Like it truly is phenomenal to yeah, delve into. Um, think Pac-Man exists in two dimensions, right? Right. So Pac-Man, if you're looking down at Pac-Man, you can see where the walls are, and you can see the ghost on the other side of the wall. Pac-Man can't see that ghost, right? So yeah. now now imagine if there's an angel, they are a being in a fourth dimension, and they can see through that three-dimensional wall and see what's on the other side, and then they communicate to you, like, this is about to happen. And you're like, how did they know? You're like, oh, well, they could just, they can look down like I do at Pac-Man and tell me what's on the other side of the yeah. wall. Which is a weird thought, but if we're talking about hyperdimensional space, and if there was some kind of you know, conscious being, that's that's something that could potentially happen. Okay, now that was more than a minute, but now I'm yeah, gonna Yeah, I don't you. know how many questions he was answering, so I think I think yeah. the three and a half minutes counts as at least four that's, questions. <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. So but now Mike, I will put you on the stand and you have Let's to you have to account for gravity and how come it doesn't work at a quantum scale. Okay? Please Please at the quantum scale? Yeah, why is it oh. why why don't electromagn well why don't electromagnetism and gravity agree? Please so, tell us now. Start the timer. So, we don't know all of the reasons why electromagnetism and gravity don't agree, but the problem is experimentally trying to delve into that stuff is electro uh, electricity and electrostatic forces are so much stronger than gravity. And when we try to experiment on the small scale with electrons and stuff, Electrons are, they're so much more powerful. A single Coulomb is so much more powerful than gravity. It's just insane. So think about this. So we're standing on the earth, right? We yeah. can we can jump pretty easily off the earth and get a, like a foot, two feet, whatever right. off the ground. Now, maybe three feet. Like for me, I'm really feet. good at jumping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but you take a tiny little, and that's the entire mass of the earth trying to pull you down, right? right? A magnet we have magnets that if you put it against something, you can't pull it off. <laughs> yeah. And that's not grab. Like you can put that magnet upside down and it won't fall and you yeah. could hang on it and it won't pull apart. And yeah. that's because electromag electrostatic and electromagnetic forces are so much more powerful. And that's a tiny magnet compared to well, the entire <sighs> mass of the earth. Uh, you did not really explain to me why, but I'll allow it. I'm just saying experimentally, when you <laughs> when you get to the point where you're trying to get them to agree or not, one of them dominates so much more than the other that it's hard for us to probe into why. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. That's that's a big one. Um, the other one like... is the theory of general relativity. Done. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Mike Gospel is doing a bad job on the timer uh, uh, because yeah, he's uh, my, my too minute, interested. <laughs> He's too interested. He's too interested in I'm what's happening. Like, yeah, wait. Keep talking about this. <laughs> well, so on the note of gravity. I under, the by Earth... the way, when you guys were talking earlier about the like new events in Pokemon Go that I've like completely missed out on, I'm understanding about as much now. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I bet this sounds way cooler, though. Like, this is no, cool. No, it's totally it's cool. Weird, I, right? I would like... do a full episode on this because I think it is like this bizarre thing where we, in fact, just recently were talking it's about like calculus. How, like, yeah. if you learn all these rules and all all of these facts it it sort of works out and it doesn't make sense it is sort of magical but yeah. like yeah. so uh this is not about star wars but we did talk about this recently and we are kind of on the topic of gravity and the earth and stuff so is the earth flat mike silver <laughs> can you please tell us you have one minute um short answer no <laughs> wow he has uh, 52 seconds left <laughs> so uh i mean no what okay so like let's let's just talk about how like i i don't even know where to start with this because i've thought about like what do people say who actually be that's flat well some of what they say right it's like well then how come i i can't i see the edge or something and i'm like 
No, what you're actually seeing is curvature. Like, that's actually curvature. Right. <laughs> um, airplanes, like, the trajectory of airplanes is based on a sphere. The sun, an eclipse. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just naming things that are evidence. I'm not really explaining it. Yeah, like, that's all right. GPS is but based on But what if spheres. you looked out at the horizon and it is, uh, you don't see the ships as they crest the horizon because it's spherical and then you get binoculars out and you can see yeah. them again. So <laughs> that was Mike, the conversation Josiah had one time. <laughs> Michael Silver, the reason I asked this question is because recent episode I, I told the story about when I was an Uber driver, I had a flat earther in my car and I asked him a lot of questions and that was his answer about why you can see a ship go over the horizon. And I really wanted to say, well, if you just get, you know, if you keep looking, it'll see it go down over the horizon again because <laughs> it's a curve. What did, I'm confused real quick. What did he say? What was his, why, so why was I, that a I, I asked him, if the earth is flat, how come when, sh- if a ship is sailing away and it's a, f- and you can see it clearly, you can see it go over the horizon. Like you, see you would be able to see, like, you'd be yeah. able to see the sail, right? And then the sail disappear. And he said, well, that's just because it's getting farther away. So if you got binoculars, you'd be able to see it again. And I was like, yeah, but if you kept watching through the binoculars, it'd go away again. <laughs> yeah, you won't. No, you won't see it. No. So um, that's that's all about the flat earth. Um, what about, hmm, let's see. We already covered relativity. Um, A little bit. How does, could, how come lightsabers can exist, and if they did exist, could the two blades of light actually touch in a sword fight? Oh. So the, is it, can you repeat the beginning of the question? Yeah. Can lightsabers exist okay. in the real world, and if they do, can two blades of light touch, like in a sword fight, like in the movies? So if it's pure light, like, no, because uh, <laughs> from a basic physics uh, perspective and quantum specifically, light is what's called a boson, which is, uh, there's bosons and fermions, and fermions are like electrons, and when you get to the quantum address, let's say, of a, a fermion, uh, two fermions cannot have the exact same address, meaning you can't live in the same house at the exact same time, so part of your address is time. Bosons can live, can have the exact same quantum address, and that's fine. That's why light literally doesn't bounce off itself, like off each other in in the mm. world. Mm. Because if so, I'm looking over here at this dock, this boat over here. If if light bounced off each other, I highly doubt I'd be able to see that boat because they'd be bouncing everywhere, and I just I wouldn't I wouldn't be able yeah. to see directly to that boat, right? right? So light travels, light literally, the particles are allowed to exist same time, same space, and they just go right through each other. They don't really they don't touch right. each other. Um, there are ways to force light to touch each other, but you need certain types of matter that the light, light is traveling through. So, but that's that's high energy physics. It's very different. If let's say maybe is that like a particle accelerator thing? Do they do that in particle accelerators? No, it's it's more has to do with uh, certain materials that have a certain electron configuration, typically crystals, uh, okay, typically okay. certain types of crystals. There's crystals um, inside of lightsabers. <laughs> we figured it out. <laughs> but uh, that's how no, they work. The light, if it was purely light, no, there's no way. And okay. also, um, so they wouldn't be able to smash into each other. That's for sure. I mean, a super powerful laser that can cut someone's leg. Sure, like we could get there, yeah. but um, I actually, when I was working at an engineering firm, we had a private company contract us to build essentially these like not not sabers, but these very focused uh, laser arrays that would chop up glaciers. Whoa! So it'd be like big old lightsaber through a glacier. It's uh, fucking that's, awesome. <laughs> like the like the ice caps aren't melting fast enough. Let's I know. Cut these guys down. I know. It was for like like giant ships to go through so i don't even know i wasn't on it the guy in the next office was and he was telling me about this i was like that doesn't sound good for the environment yeah okay michael silver i have two more questions for you cool one by the way that last one sounded to me like if you remember the sketch the chris farley show where chris farley would just ask actors on his show like do they remember Die Hard? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You were like, could there be real lightsabers? <laughs> was it? Do you remember this? Wasn't that cool? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was cool. it was, that was awesome. Uh, so, second to last question: Can your science explain love? Because <laughs> there's love in Star Wars. Um. Well, when you get down to the subatomic particle level, there's yeah. something called a quark. Q-U-A-R-K. Yeah, fucking talk about quarks, baby. I love this shit. I love quarks. Uh, so a quark is a fundamental um, 
a fundamental particle that's smaller than um, a, a, a proton. It's actually multiple quarks make up a proton. And some of the quarks are known as, you know, charm. There's a yeah, charm strange. quark. Strange. Strange quark. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we haven't discovered the love quark yet, but I'm sure it has something to do um, with the, you know, the balance of the force. And I'm sure the love quark would be on one yeah. side. And then maybe the hate quark is on the other. But we haven't discovered that. But we did just, you know, recently in the past few years discover the God particle. So yeah. we, still got, we still have a lot of, we have a and lot of work to do. God is love. God is love. <gasps> Whoa. Um, we figured it out again. <laughs> so I think love has to do with quarks. Not proven. That's my opinion. All right. Hey, everyone, put that in a, uh, all you scientific journals out there. Write it down. Michael Silver says Oh, gosh. Love is no, quarks. do not attach my name to this. <laughs> okay. One last question. And this one is just open, uh, uh, open book and open answer. Just what's your favorite fun physics thing that you like to tell people oh, when you're yeah. talking about weird stuff about physics, like quantum or otherwise? I don't know. I so rarely get to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously. Like, it's not something I do on my day-to-day, and and it never has been, really, outside of grad school. Um, I think one that's easy to tell people to just get them to be like, whoa, 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 what is... Um, the idea of quantum tunneling, uh, yeah. which is the idea that uh, it's not the idea; it's this this phenomena that um, electrons will just like pass through a barrier where they're not supposed to, really. And it's a lot of physicists equate it to just throwing a baseball against the wall. Like, let's play your let's say you're playing like just you know wall ball with your friends, and you just throw it against the wall, and it's supposed to bounce down and come back, and it just goes through the wall, and you're like, huh. I guess that That's happened. So wild. Yeah, so they a lot of people just say it's kind of like that, but that happens all the time at the subatomic level with electrons going through these barriers and we actually use them for something called a Zener diode which is in like everyone's cell phones. Um, I'm pretty sure they're used in certain cell phone devices. So it's like these aren't just theories. These are actual like no, we're like launching electrons through walls just to make electronics work these days. So it's like that's one that it gets us maybe started of like they'll be like yeah so like you do quantum like what is that and I'll be like well let's talk let's see which thing like we'll talk about relativity which isn't really quantum but like is big physics and crazy and uh, I love talking about um, uh, one a lot of people have heard of is um, entanglement so, yeah! yeah so that's it's you know like your headphones I've heard the phrase quantum entanglement, but I don't know a thing about it, really. So this is one that actually, I think, starts more conversations because people have just heard of it. And it's when uh, two particles have shared information and then... Oh, yeah, and then they they spin at the same time sometimes. Well, yeah, they spin opposite or there's some characteristic that they both share, but they're opposites, let's say. So then if you have one, like, you know, on the other side of the world and you touch that one the other one will change because you touched the first one so yeah and so einstein had a real big problem with this because it's some sort of information back to this traveling faster than the speed of light since it's instantaneous Ah. so the idea is how does this particle know well some kind of information had to travel between that distance so they're saying so he called it spooky action at a distance which Mm -hmm. is fast adorable potentially faster than light travel if it's traveling through that space so yeah entanglement's this crazy thing that's been harnessed and used and experimentally used and they use it for quantum communication now which we actually can entangle particles and satellites with the earth and we can like instantaneously control a particle in the atmosphere that whoa yep yep it's it's pretty cool stuff that's one that i think most people have heard of that's That's wild is that hey, why science when, fiction, uh, science when fact. One, when one twin gets hurt, the other one feels it. <laughs> yes, it's mm-hmm. the same. Yep, yep. It's yeah. the same. Yep. Michael Silver, I just want to. I love. I. I. I am a am, amateur uh, quantum physics physics like enthusiast, and I like to read stuff about it. And the my favorite thing that I read one time was just a theory about electrons that there's only one electron and it's just everywhere all the time. And I was like, that's cool. <laughs> that's my favorite one. It's crazy. I mean, once you get into the raw math and you look at some of the theories, there's a lot of crazy stuff you can draw. Yeah. Uh, it's, but it's just, then there's other stuff that's 100% proven, and you're like, even that stuff's nuts. Yeah. 
Damn. We're having a lot of fun out there. But, uh, but this we're has been my favorite game we've ever done on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Usually yeah. it's something like based on like puns or trivia about Star Wars. <laughs> but this one I was just like, I'm going to make Mike Silver talk about the thing he has a doctorate in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But so we should let, let's see. We should talk about Pokemon Go again real quick. Yeah. Does anybody to, anybody like, else uh, have like, any other pros and cons before we give it a rating? Yeah, anything that really makes Pokemon Go Star Wars that we haven't talked about. You know, one of the ones that we kind of get into is Star Wars is full of great music. Yeah, and I don't remember much. if Pokemon Go has music. Obviously, I would have played it on silent, but it does. But I feel like it's not as. I mean, po- the Pokemon games in general have memorable music, but I feel like Pokemon Go isn't. The music isn't its main thing, you know? Yeah. It definitely isn't. And I would, not even just Pokemon Go, like you were saying, the Pokemon games, like, they don't focus on, like, I don't know, grandiose orchestration. No. Um, So the music, if comparable, is very different. It's yeah, a lot yeah. of, a lot of middies. Have you heard of that? A midi? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Um, and then what else? So, so po- Pokemon Go is not. It is a video game first. It is a mm-hmm. an adaptation of a other proper of a, other other video game. But it is a giant uh, IP. It's part of a giant IP. It's true. is it maybe is Pokemon maybe the biggest like uh, like media company? What? It is- I mean, not it is not close like to that. I'm based, sure. like compared to like Disney or whatever, but like a specific franchise with like its reach. I I feel like I don't have the exact numbers or the exact wording right, but like I feel like Pokemon is like bigger than anything else in some metric. So if you're looking at the highest grossing media franchises, which I just pulled up on Wikipedia, uh, Pokemon is number one. Of oh. the highest media franchises and highest, it, it, highest grossing, highest yeah total revenue oh. since 1996 is like 95 billion. And like I guess, how do you even like get to the bottom of that? But you know what number two? You know what number two is? Um, no. The Hello Simpsons? Kitty. Oh, Hello Kitty. Oh. What? Yeah, and so it's like it's the Asian uh, uh, stuff that started in Asia that has the most, and then it's like the next one's Winnie the Pooh because he's been around for a long time. Wow. Anyway, that's just some other fun facts. Um, <laughs> but we should probably we should probably maybe give this a rating. Yeah, don't you, you know, think? I think the like basic thought of like it's got a community and everything is yeah. like kind of as good as we're gonna get. I I I feel like it's falling. So, so Michael Silver, when we rate things, we give them uh, a unit of measure of whatever like feels like it's right for the the thing we're talking about. So, like mm-hmm. something Pokemon Go related could be something physics related if you want. So, I mm-hmm. think for me, I'm gonna do uh, kilometers that you have to walk for one of the eggs. <laughs> um, that's gonna be my unit of measure. My unit of measure is going to be uh, my unit of measure is going to be. Um, lunch breaks that I went to a mall parking lot in near my work. <laughs> yes, good. Oh, I'm trying to think. My, I want to make it Pokemon Go related. I'm, I'm curious. Uh, my unit of measure. Actually, let's do this. Uh, my unit of measure will be um, how close to the center of an atom you are in electron shell orbitals. All right. <laughs> so the closer. <laughs> The closer orbital, the one S is like, like you're the top notch. And then if we get down uh-huh. to like five, you know, maybe seven P or seven S, like, nah, you're not doing it. You're not close. Okay. You're not close. I That's love perfect. That. Okay. Well, so I think what I'm gonna do, and and I don't know, I, I I we might we might all be thinking very different things, but it feels kind of middle of the road for me. It feels That's sort of where my head is too. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it five kilometers that I have to walk to hatch an egg, because that's one of the eggs five kilometer egg mm-hmm. what about yeah. you mike or mike um, i my you you took the words right out of my mouth i also thought like this feels right in the middle i i think maybe the fact that its fans are a little nicer and that sure. um it is a video game first and foremost you're right you know you're like, right i'm like going to four i'm going to four five. kilometers okay i'm going to four <laughs> kilometers yeah, so i think i'm gonna also do um four lunch break trips to a mall parking lot to catch pokemon okay and Michael Silver, you don't have to uh, uh, own up. You don't have to like uh, answer for this rating, so you can say whatever you want. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I was just thinking. I'm like, you know, the things as someone who recently watched all of the Star Wars, but isn't like a mm-hmm. super fan. I things I take away like 
family problems, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. you know, like betrayal. The themes, yeah. Yeah, the major themes and stuff. Honestly, like, that's what I take away from the movies. But like you guys said, like, the fan base and the effect it has on the world are both huge. Um, I don't know. I think I'm going to go... I want to go a little less than you guys. I think no, I'm gonna, I think that's fair. <laughs> I think I'm going to go for, like, a 5S. So that's like... Wait, let me... One, two, three. <laughs> so that's like... Oh, it's around the same. 11 out of... out of So an 11 out of 20 where one is good. So it's... Okay. It's down there. Yeah, it's lower. It's a little less than halfway there. Yeah. That's, that's like, that would equate to like a four and a half out of ten. Yeah. Yes, but exactly. That's exactly that. what it is. That's exactly, <laughs> yep, it's a four and a half out of ten. And, so I'm right there. And Michael, <laughs> Michael Silver, so you're, wait, you're that right. Was, that again was 5S? 5S should be, the, I think like the, the 11th shell. Yeah. Shell? Yeah, okay. I cool. think that's it. <laughs> well, and, and, and Michael Silver, you, you do what our guests have done in the past too, which is remind us that Star Wars is actually about something and like that there uh, is like <laughs> yeah. themes and like characters and science fiction. So I think that's fair. Um, well, we should we should we should start wrapping up. So, yeah. Michael Silver, is there anything you would like people to know about, or an uh, internet presence that you would like people to know about, or anything um, like that? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I mostly just post stuff that I find cool or interesting. Every once in a while, I'll be science related. Typically, showing you something cool that pops up or something that we should all know about or support. Um, and my Instagram is uh, Silver, which is my last name, Silver underscore bulletin like silver bullet but silver bulletin mm -hmm. uh, and then uh you can look on there and find other info um and then you can find me around chicago perform with anarchy musical uh the improvised rock opera and then comedy dance chicago is a really fun group look us up on google comedy dance chicago yeah, honestly check out the videos if you need a little laugh or a giggle or a smile it's a great place to go so thanks guys for having me yeah, oh, of and, and once uh, theater's happening again, you can find Mike, like all of our other guests, doing cool stuff in the city. Yeah. Uh, but so, yeah, it's a, Mike, Mike Gospel. Wait, hold yeah. on, I have to say, do you want us on the internet? Because if you oh, do. yes. If you would like us on the internet, I um, I guess I'll just plug my uh, Instagram, which is the same name as my YouTube, which is wordgospel09. And mm -hmm. um, you can also New follow Rule Follower Toys on Instagram as well, which is the toy mm -hmm. shit that I make. And new toy video coming soon-ish, maybe? Yeah, I, 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 it's due Ow. for me to get it done for the, the show that the guy is, a, 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 an Instagram friend of mine is like curating, and that's at the end of September. So depending okay, on so when this comes out, hopefully it'll be out soon. Cool. And if you want to talk to the show, we are at House Star Wars Is It on everything. And our email is agoodpodcast at gmail.com because that's what this is. <laughs> so send us an email with uh, suggestions. If you have any physics questions, we can send them to <laughs> Michael Silver. Glad. Uh, uh, what else? You can find me at the, uh, josiah.biz. I've got an audio book on all, everything. I've got an audio book that's out. It's called The Code. If your AI loses its mind, can't take meds, and it's my voice. I did not write it, but it's good. You should listen mm -hmm. to it. Um, and if you like the show, if, if you have friends who like the show, you should tell them to keep listening. <laughs> and then if they, you have friends who you think might like the show, tell them to listen to it. Yeah. And then you and that friend can give us a five-star review. <laughs> yeah, go do all the things. But I think that's everything. It's about time for Tubby Bye Bye. I would say so. So, Michael Silver, what we say at the end is we <laughs> say... Uh, like we always say, we love you, and may the fourth be with you. So if you want to say that with us, you can. <laughs> may the fourth. It's like a funny thing. Okay. <laughs> so, so like we like always, we always say, say, we love, we you, love you, you, and may, may the, the fourth, fourth be with you. Bye-bye.